You're listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes, a production of the Ephesus School Network. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. The company of the angels was amazed. Hi, this is Father Aaron Warwick with Jason Everett, and you are listening to the Teach Me Thy Statutes podcast, episode number 148. Today's reading is from Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 through 46. The Lord said, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep at his right hand, but the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, O blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these my brethren, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me, naked, and you did not clothe me, sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did not to one of the least of these, you did it not to me. And they will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This reading was heard in our Orthodox churches this past Sunday, the Sunday of the Last Judgment. And these gospel readings that immediately precede Great Lent always get my attention and remind me that a new season is coming. But this reading in particular is perhaps the one that brings into focus just how short I have fallen and and how much uh, more work that I have left to do, God willing. So, Father, as we reflect on this reading and prepare ourselves for Great Lent, what would you have us focus on from this passage on the Last Judgment? Well, what I emphasized on Sunday in my sermon on this passage and what is a main theme throughout Great Lent is that during the season of Lent, we're called to return to the basic teachings of Jesus. We're invited to remove all the clamor and the clutter from our lives, all those things that we tend to do and focus on that are of relative, uh, relatively little importance and, and to once again center our lives around the teaching of Jesus. Now, Father, in your sermon on this passage, you also referenced the reading from the day before. And in the Orthodox Church, the day before Judgment Sunday, uh, we have what we call Saturday of the Souls. Would you tell our listeners a little bit more about the passage that was read from the Gospel at that service and how it connects to our reading today? Yeah, the passage for the Saturday of Souls service was from Luke 21, a selection of passages from there. And in that chapter, you have Jesus talking about people leading others astray by predicting 
the second coming. You have people trying to tell times and seasons and worrying about all of the chaos in the world. And amidst that teaching, Jesus tells us, quote, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away, end of the quote. So in other words, Jesus is telling us so clearly that the most important aspect of the gospel is to focus on his teaching, on his words. And in giving us this reading on the Saturday of Souls right before we begin to fast this week as we begin our fast from meat, and then following it with the passage that you read at the beginning of today's episode, we can see that the church is calling us to refocus, recenter on Jesus' teaching. And this will continue, by the way, during Great Lent as we turn to Mark's gospel, the first gospel to be written, chronologically speaking. And in that gospel, the primary title given to Jesus is, you guessed it, Teacher. Thanks for pointing out all those circumstances, Father. And I think one of the best things that we can do on this podcast is giving our listeners this type of context to show some of these connections and how our church cycle of scriptural readings paints a picture for us. So in that vein, you also stressed in your sermon how the thrust of Jesus' teaching is different than how we often tend to think about it. Would you elaborate on that for us? Yes, so I highlighted how Jesus' teaching is almost exclusively based on what we should do or how we should behave. Unfortunately, however, Christians today, including, it seems, uh, most Orthodox, tend to focus on what we believe. And I bring this up because... I personally believe it's it's very spiritually dangerous way to think. And why is that? Well, it's dangerous because it leads us astray not only from Jesus' overall teaching, but from the very basis on which we will be judged. And on this point, could not be clearer. And I, I mean, it could not be clearer just in Scripture, but for those of us who are Orthodox, it couldn't be clearer based on the structure of the readings of our church. You see that in the reading you selected for this podcast, the one for Judgment Sunday, not only is this reading very clearly about the great and final judgment, but our church specifically highlights and calls out this reading on a Sunday that the church calls, as I said, Judgment Sunday. I mean, really, the message couldn't be clearer from that perspective. So Jesus is telling us in this passage, you'll be judged based on how you treated and interacted with others. You'll be judged based on how you behaved, what you did. Nowhere in this passage or in any other place in Jesus' teaching does he indicate that we'll be judged on what we supposedly believe. We will be judged based on how we behave. And as St. James so poignantly puts it in his epistle, we show our faith, our belief, based on our works based on what we do. And then the final thing I want to highlight as it relates to this point in Matthew 25, uh, which again you read from to begin this episode, note that at the judgment the sheep ask Jesus, when did we do this to you? This question simply underscores the point I'm making, that what we do trumps what we supposedly believe. It is as though the sheep didn't even know that they had done good. But to Jesus at the judgment, all that matters is that they had done his will. Not even that they knew they had done his will, let alone that they had believed in anything specifically. And I know I said one final point on this, but just one thing further. I said in my sermon, I want to reiterate it now. It's fine that we teach our children the Nicene Creed, but we ought even more to teach our children this passage from Matthew 25. And I mean that sincerely. Have our children memorize this Judgment Sunday Gospel because that's the answer key 
to the final exam. And, and of course, we want our children to ace that exam more than we should want them to ace any others that they take in school. Mm, yeah, thank you, Father. Yeah, f- thanks for that reminder of uh, Jesus' teaching and, and the church's call for us to return to it and to refocus on it during this upcoming season of Great Lent. And speaking of that, I want to conclude today by discussing that season since this is the final episode that we will record before Lent begins. And I often find it difficult to strike a healthy balance during Lent. I tend to focus too intently on my own sinfulness and and at the same time cast aside the hope that the resurrection brings. And you've spoken about this in the past, Father, how it's dangerous to be on either extreme, either viewing ourselves as the worst of sinners without hope or to proclaim our salvation is assured and that there is no further work to be done. So as it relates to today's reading, how can we strike that healthy balance that lies between our sinfulness and the hope that Christ brings? I would say, first of all, I want to make what I believe is a very important distinction, and that is there is no hope in the resurrection per se. And what what I mean is that the resurrection is neutral. The resurrection is functional. The purpose of the resurrection is for the final judgment, as we also confess in the Nicene Creed about Jesus, that he shall come again to judge the living and the dead. So the resurrection in and of itself, again, is functional. Now, that being said, the hope uh, that you mentioned is in Jesus' teaching, as we've emphasized throughout this episode. The hope is in, as St. As John puts it in his gospel, uh, the one that we read at the funeral services in the Orthodox Church, the hope is in the resurrection unto life, which is found by doing God's will, as St. John mentions, and as St. Paul reminds us uh, in his own writings, Jesus is the first fruit of that resurrection. Jesus' resurrection shows that God will raise up to life those who follow his teaching. But we must remember there is also a resurrection unto judgment and condemnation. And this is, again, an extremely important distinction because it helps to answer your question. How do we strike a healthy balance between recognizing our own sinfulness and the hope that Christ brings? And I firmly believe the answer to that question is to focus on Jesus and his teaching and putting that into practice. Because by doing that, we're no longer focusing on ourselves. Instead, not only are we focusing on Jesus, but by focusing on his teaching, we are then ipso facto focusing on others and helping those who are in need. And we are, in other words, getting outside of ourselves. An authentic spirituality always leads us away from our inherent self-centeredness. And it's, it's that self-centeredness that leads to all of our sins. We see uh, the scriptures uh, telling us this from the very beginning where God makes us male and female in his image. In essence, it's not as though we individually on our own, are in his image per se, but we humans collectively, and then we then soon hear after that, it's not good for man to be alone. Everything in Scripture is leading us away from that self-centeredness, away from our ego. And if we're focusing then on Jesus' teaching, on his instruction, on how we ought to live our lives, as the church is so clearly calling us to do during this upcoming season of Great Lent, then we very naturally strike a balance between recognizing our own shortcomings and yet maintaining the hope that is found in following Christ's teaching, of which Jesus' resurrection is a first fruit, a proof, so to speak, of the resurrection unto life. Thank you, Father. 
Today's episode centered around the readings appointed just prior to the beginning of Great Lent on the Saturday of Souls and the Sunday of the Last Judgment. Father Aaron began by emphasizing the importance of returning to the basic teachings of Jesus during the season of Lent. We are invited to remove all the commotion and distraction from our lives so that we might center our lives around his teaching. And this teaching is focused on how we should behave rather than what we believe. However, it's far more common for Christians to frame our spiritual lives solely around our faith, leaving behind the critical importance of how we should behave. And today's reading from Matthew 25 puts this clearly into focus. Jesus explicitly tells us that we will be judged based on how we treat others. And St. James emphasizes this clearly in his epistle as well when he says, Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. And so as we prepare ourselves for Lent, let us remember that the hope we seek in Christ is found in the resurrection unto life. But let us not forget that there is also a resurrection unto condemnation. May we all be found to be sheep at his right hand because we have learned and put into practice the teachings of our Lord and God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to Teach Me Thy Statutes. We hope you tune in next week for a new episode. Alleluia, glory to thee, O God. Alleluia, 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 glory to thee, O God. O 